remember when I'm on. What's going on? We are back with another Quarantine TV edition of Real Fans Real Talk. This is also a part of our Christmas special, so we had to bring a little bit of family back on the program as well. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody, though, to the entire Real Fans Real Talk family. We hope you guys are having a happy and safe uh, holiday season. Uh, whatever you celebrate, whether it be Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, wherever you at with it in life, we, we love all you guys, and we hope that you guys are doing well and prospering. We know we're still in a, in a tough time with this pandemic, but uh, we got so many things to be thankful for, so we're going to keep pushing as we usually do. Um, but... There has been a lot of boxing going on this week, and um, we got some we got some things that we got to speak about in the boxing world. But before we jump into that, let me first introduce my co-host, Legend in Two Games, Eric Sanchez. What's really good, bro? I'm super excited for tonight. Now, you know, normally we don't get together on Saturday nights unless there's a fight going on. So we got that going on. We got some football, Colts football tonight. We got some basketball. But we got a special guest, Trip. You know what I'm saying? I always enjoy picking a brain of actual fighters who are in the ring doing their thing. So introduce our guest tonight, Trip. And I can't welcoming back to back to the to the real fans, real talk ring, uh, undefeated, <laughs> undefeated, undefeated boxer right right now, Joseph Ed Ortiz. Welcome back, my brother. What's going on, man? Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Everything cool, you know. Um, I just fought this past weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. This past weekend, I fought in Philadelphia. Um, I got the win uh, by unanimous decision. So I'm just Home happy game. to be back. You know, I, after a long layoff, so I'm just I'm just excited to be back and uh, keep the ball rolling now. Uh, 2022. I'm I'm glad I'm glad you're back as well because I, I I hit you up a couple of months ago. I was I was telling uh, Eric I just happened to be up at about two three in the morning and I'm like, hold on, I know this kid fighting in the ring right here, and uh, you, you, was, you was beating the beating the brakes off of, off of another cat on ESPN, and I thought that was dope. So it's good to have you back, man. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Hey, Joseph, I want to ask you. You you mentioned that you know the long layoff. How has COVID affected? you know, your ability to stay active over the last year and a half because this is your first time being able to get in the ring this year, right? Right, correct. Um, I mean, it, it affected it a lot. You know, it, it affected all of us, you know. I just had to stay focused and, you know, maintain maintain myself in the gym. Um, even though I wasn't, you know, fighting, you know, but behind the scenes, I, I kept myself in the gym. I kept myself in shape, you know, eating right, um, exercising and doing everything that I had to do, you know. So, you know, even though, yeah, it was a long layoff and I was under the lights, you know, uh, that whole time I was still in the gym. I was still sparring. I was still, you know, doing my regular stuff. So kept me sharp. And you're you eight and eight and zero right now. That's the official uh, official record. Um, do we have plans for for the next fight coming into into 2022? Um, we don't have a, a actual date yet. But we're looking at February, uh, late January, early February. We try and get right back in. Okay. On, on a more detailed level, your last fight um, and, and the last couple that I looked at as well, you're fighting in the lightweight division, correct? Correct. Uh, super featherweight, 130 pounds. What super featherweight, lightweight? Now, lightweight is, is producing a lot of stars. How do you view the division? Is this a long-term plan to stay in the division, or are you ultimately planning on continuing to move up? Um, I mean, I, I could fight at 126. You know, I just, I just, I like to eat, you know, so I stay at 130. But, um, 
but uh, you know, we 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 do have plans to go into one twenty six if if opportunity presents itself down there. Um, I mean, if my body grows and and as as we develop more in the sport like that, then I'll I'll uh, look into you know moving up in weight. But um, right now I make one hundred and thirty pounds very easy, you know. So we looking at one hundred and twenty six and one hundred and thirty. Okay. That's 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 the baby in the in, in the background there. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, um, as, you, as well, because you did welcome welcome a, a bundle of joy into the world. So congrats right. on that as well. Thank you, man. Now, congrats on that, man. I know. Thanks, bro. Eric spoke about the about about COVID and how it affected you, but what's the what's the, the the major difference now with the actual fight because of COVID? Because you just fought last um, week. So I mean, what was the biggest difference? I fought I fought during COVID, and um, you know, we fought without fans, so that was that that was weird. You know, fighting in an arena that was just quiet. You know, nothing but but just judges and stuff like that. But um, it it, it was like sparring. You know, it was like sparring. Um, I know the fans probably felt it was it was weird for us, but you know we do that all the time when we're sparring. Um, so now it was just coming back to the fans. That's 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 where it was like you know that's where it was something to look forward to. Now it was like all right, I want to see how how we gonna react to this. It been it been like a year and some change since I since I fought in front of in front of a crowd. Um, it was exciting though, you know it was exciting, especially that it was in Philly. It was it was it was near my hometown, so. Um, Everyone got to come out and, and enjoy the fights and stuff like that. It was, it was fun to put on a show for my people. Absolutely. Now, obviously tonight there's a there's a fight going on, and I don't know. Some people view it differently. I, I have my own opinion on the Paul brothers, but as you are someone who takes the sport very seriously, obviously been training a very long time. How do you view and what do you, what are your thoughts on those who use social media to promote a persona? as opposed to those who are really in the gym putting in the work and preparing like you are. Man, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably I'm probably one of the few that uh that believe Jake Paul good for the sport. Like I, I think I think he's good for the sport. I really do. Um he brings a lot of eyes to the sport. He bring in, you know, a whole fan base that probably would never acknowledge the sport or even look over here if it wasn't for for them and stuff like that. So um he's putting a lot of eyes, like I said, on the sport and and, and people People being able to get looked at and, and being able to get the credit that they, that they finally deserve, you know, um, having a man that's around now, you know, fighting on his card and stuff like that, getting getting a huge payday to what she used to get paid, and you know, just trying to elevate, you know, the purses of the boxes and trying to, you know, show everybody how, you know, fighters fighters should be getting paid more than they get paid, you know, a lot more. They they put their life on the line, and um, I feel like I feel like he great for the sport. I really do. So so hold on. Now, if if he came down to a catch weight of one thirty, would you step in the ring with Jake Paul? And if you hell did, yeah. what is going down? What's happening? Oh hell yeah, I, I'm 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 definitely I'm definitely fighting Jake Paul, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm being a breaks off him, and I'm getting and I'm getting probably the biggest payday I'm gonna ever get in my life. So <laughs> we we sign that contract right now. <laughs> Cause my my whole thing with. With Jake Paul is, you know, and I don't have a problem. Listen, you know, we're big advocates of people getting to the bag. However you get it, as long as you're doing it legally. Right, let me just specify. As long as you're getting it legally, we support anybody that's getting the bag. But my thing with Jake Paul is is that he hasn't actually fought any, like, a real boxer. Somebody who's actually, 
you know, training like you're training year round. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The closest thing would have been Tyson Fury's uh, brother, but obviously that didn't happen, and now he's gonna be fighting Woodley. Um, so, but do you do you feel like he? He does. He he really respects the sport because I feel like he's always looking for an edge in every fight that he's going into, so that he can get the easy win. I feel, I feel like he respects it. Um, I've I've been around people that you know been in his camp and stuff like that. I'm um, Puerto Rico and stuff, and they tell me that he trained like a real boxer. You know that he trained like a real like a real fighter, and you know he got a whole training camp in PR where he's training every day. You know, seven days, six seven days a week. You know he he's really taking it serious from what I hear, and um. I mean, that's that's all I can go by is, is you know what, what I see, what I hear. I don't really know him personally, but it looked like he's taking the sport serious, though. I mean, it, it really do. Well, Eric, we're gonna have to see if we can get get that fight to go down on Real Fans, Real Talk. We have set up some yeah. lovely match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if I mean, if we're able to somehow, you know, make a call, we're gonna make it happen for you, man. We we we, you know, what I'm saying, go get that bag, brother. Um, sure. I, you know, in terms of taking the sport seriously. I want to ask you, because this is a conversation that always takes place behind the scenes and specifically by people who aren't involved in the sport. How difficult is it to navigate the politics of boxing? Because as someone who's putting their blood, sweat and tears on the line, you're training, you know what your goals are, you know where you want to be. And then you have the promoters and the politics who try to slow play things or slow you down and don't give you the shots. How tough is it to really navigate that? Tough, bro. Like that, that's really tough. You know, they, they, they control everything. Like, I mean, they can trade them to an extent, you know. Um, but to 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 get somewhere, a lot most of the time you need someone, you know. You need you need that help. You need that extra push. So that's why a lot of fighters when say 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 there's a fighter that don't really have a huge fan base, he's gonna sign with a promoter because the promoter gonna push him. But then he not gonna get those fights that all these other guys get, you know. A, a lot of these guys. One, one, they'll be big on internet or something like that. That's why they'll get they'll get some play because they because they because they they big on the social media following and stuff like that. They don't even really be good, you know. And that's understandable because you got to understand today to, to today's boxing ain't how it used to be before, where you know the best are fighting the best. Like now, it's really a business. So if you bring the following and you bring it, you know, uh, ticket sellers and stuff like that, they they gonna want them over the, the guy that can fight. You know what I'm saying? The guy that can fight, nobody really know him. So he cool just chilling back there with nobody knowing him. But they bring in they bring in fans, they bring in the money. So they gonna they gonna get down and um like I said though, um, not to get off topic, uh, you know, it is it's it's hard. You know, they, they do control the sport, but you really gotta you really gotta man, you gotta find the loopholes, you know, that that's where you gotta do your research at and you really have to find a way, honestly. So 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 for you then as a as a young as a young fighter in the game because, like, I guess I want to say, how do you avoid? Because again, you then you want to sign with say the Al Heyman's or the or the or Mayweather promotions or, or Golden Boy. You want to sign with one of with one of the big guys, but how do you avoid then s- signing with a guy? Let's you know with guys that have uh, say I I say checkered resumes like a, a Bob Arum or, or or Don King. You know, how do you avoid mm-hmm. that? That's tough, man. Like that. That's where managers come in. You know, you need you need that word of advice now. You know, you're not now. You're not. I mean, if you have a great manager, then you don't even need to promote him. You know, your manager gonna manage your career and he gonna move you that way. There's a lot of there's a lot of other people that 
people don't know about, you know, there's advisors. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of other jobs, you know, besides the promoter. You know, I mean, you can do a lot without a promoter as well. I see, because I don't listen. I don't want to, um, you know, we we we're very good friends with I ran the Blade Barkley. And uh, he told us one time he had to chase uh, Bob Arum around his desk. So I don't want you to have to deal with, with nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> we got um one more fight, too. That's, you know, that's another celebrity fight going down that I want to get your opinion on. Um, it's actually on the undercard tonight. We got the mm-hmm. NBA versus the in, in, uh, NFL. Darren Williams, former Brooklyn Net, former Utah Jazz, versus Frank Gore, former every team in the NFL. <laughs> Damn near. He's there a long time. <laughs> Who you going with NFL or NBA in this one? I'm going. I'm going with NFL. I'm going with NFL. They got, I, I, I think they got more dogs in them, man. They got they got that dog in them. And I seen Frank go with the coats, with the coats gear at the media press, and that's you know what I'm saying. That's hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, Chief, now you, you being biased. You being biased. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. See, I knew I liked this kid, man. I, I see. Yeah. I knew I like him, man. I'm I'm a big time Colts fan as well, man. You know what I'm saying? I got, got my Peyton Manning stuff. I got my Bob Andrew Luck Sanders, stuff. That's my favorite player all time, Bob Sanders, bro. Bob, oh man, <laughs> Bob Sanders, man. The injury shortened his career. He was he was yeah. great, man. He was yeah. he 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 pretty much changed our defense to win that Super Bowl that yeah, year. He a monster, man. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to Bob Sanders. Y'all actually, y'all, y'all, y'all doing all right right now too. The, the coach, y'all still in 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 the hunt. Yeah, do in you, the hunt. Do you think? Because I, I mean, Eric talk about this all the time. Do you think the the Colts have what it takes to, to make it out of the AFC? Make it out of the AFC. I, see, see that. See, see, it's, it's consistency kills us. You know, and injuries, and as long as we stay healthy, I feel like we're 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 a threat to any team, any team. But it's just the injuries be killing us, man. Especially this season. I feel like we would have had a, a a way better record if it wasn't for the injuries and, stuff, and our secondary too, you know, our corners and stuff like that. Our corners, I don't know, they're not consistent. But um, I I don't know this year. I mean, I'm I'm always say we do. You know what I'm saying we we do we do. Were you we a do. fan of the of the Carson Wentz uh, pickup? Um, see, see, I, I really never really paid attention like that much to Carson Wentz because I don't. I don't like the Eagles. You know what I'm saying I, I don't. I don't watch teams like that. I I, I wanted uh, I wanted uh, Matthew Stafford. That's why I wanted us to pick up. But you know we didn't, and uh, we picked up Carson Wentz. And I mean, seeing his mobility and stuff like that, how he do, he do make plays happen and stuff like that. So I'm starting to like him a little bit more now that I'm you know seeing him play more now. But um, I, I do I do like what he he's bringing to the table as long as he stays healthy as well. Well, you, I mean, you, you guys have a, a hell of a running game uh, <laughs> right now with a potential MVP candidate uh, yeah. running running the football for you guys. I I still I still think that if if Andrew Luck hadn't retired with this team, you know, I think that the Colts would be a a, a serious serious contender. For sure, for sure, for sure. Well, that's that's going to be always one of the biggest what ifs because. Chris Ballard started building the roster up the right way. You know what I'm saying? When when Luck stepped away, we had the best offensive line in football. We still had a prime T.Y. Hilton, and the defense was developing. And now you see it. The defense is good. The running game is good. The O-line is good. And really, the only thing we are missing is the quarterback. And it's going to be on Carson Wentz. He's going to have to prove it come playoff time if we get that to that point. I mean, Michael Pittman Jr. doing great, but I think we need another wide receiver, too. I, I think T.Y. is on his, on his way out the door. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. T.Y. is getting old. He's on he's on his last leg and then he he goes out every other week. <laughs> so yeah. you definitely can't have that. <laughs> when you when you when you're number well, supposedly your number one guy is going out every other week. That that's never right. a good recipe. So 
Right. We got to wait and see. But I do, I do, you know, listen, they, as long as you can get in the playoffs, you got a chance. My my my, my Giants yeah. snuck in there a couple of seasons, and we saw what they did beating the beating yeah. the goat twice. So anything's possible once you can get in the playoffs. You got to be in the dance. That's what it's about. Yeah, playoff, playoff, man, playoff is different in regular season. Yeah, sure. yeah. Now, once I, you win, I want to um talk to you. Uh, two weeks ago now, two three weeks ago now, tell Fimo Lopez, um. Uh, lost lost his his, uh, his 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 belts, um. But he had a lot of stuff going on outside of the ring. So right. how are how are you keeping yourself away from any type of distractions outside of the ring? That see see that that that's hard, you know. Um, but you just gotta. I don't know. I feel like as a type of person that you are, you gotta be that type of person that you know. When you in the gym, is is about the gym, you know. Um. And when you're when when you're training, when you're in camp, you know you gotta you gotta be able to tune everything out. You know what I mean? Um, and, and the people around you gotta gotta understand that as well, though. You know, especially you got the people around you that that um you, you gotta you gotta know who who to keep in your life and who can't be there. You know, not everybody can, can come with you, and and you gotta people people gotta understand that as well. You know, if they see you chasing a dream or going after something, you know, they gotta they gotta they they gotta be rocking with you, man. No, you're absolutely right. That's you know that was saying is you know you can't take everybody with you where God is trying to take you, and you know as somebody who as you continue to to thrive in the sport of boxing and your notoriety goes, those challenges are going to get harder and harder to kind of kind of dodge. So you know you got to keep your head on, and and I I definitely I'm glad that you mentioned that about having the right people around you because you know being advocates of boxing we've seen so many different fighters especially shout out to uh to rington new york that they are the uh the boxing charity that we affiliate with here in, in new york they raise money for fighters that are falling upon uh hard times so we've seen just different we've seen the aaron superman davises who was able to set himself up for life but then on the other side of that you know we've seen riddick bow who had made 60 million you know over the course of his career have to have money so his house doesn't get taken away. You know, so right, it's all right. about that decision making and the people that you keep around you. So I'm glad that that, that you that you um brought that up. Sure. Yes, sir. Now we've been spoiled as as fight fans this year. We've seen the very best, the top fighters in the world get in the ring this past year. In your opinion, who's the number one fighter in the world? Because we've seen Canelo, we've seen Tyson Fury, Spence, Crawford. Who do you have as number one? The same one you said, number one, Canelo Alvarez. You, you you mentioned him first for a reason. You know, he he the top dog for sure. He the top dog. Canelo's cooking. Even though uh, Mayweather had a couple of comments about him, yeah, <laughs> he's he jealous, man. He, he, he had to let the people know though. He did he did smoke his boots, so he had to, he had to remind yeah, the did. people. You know what I'm saying? But no, Canelo yeah. is is killing right now. You can't take anything away from uh, Canelo yeah. and what he's been able to do uh, moving up in the divisions. I mean, I I don't see anybody that's close to to Canelo right now. So it's, <laughs> you got to give him him his props. Even even with Tyson Fury, I like Tyson Fury, but. I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like the heavyweights just don't fight enough for me. So, right, right, right. You know what I mean? So I can't really yeah. give it to a heavyweight right now when, you know, uh, first of all, look how long it took us just to get back to Wilder Fury 3. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I couldn't really give it to him. While we're talking about heavyweights, though, Tyson Fury, he has been um, forced by the uh, WBC to, to – um, 
take on his next opponent, which is going to be Dylan uh, White. Uh, right. I mean, I, I just, I, I just think it's going to be another. This is going to be a walk in the park for Tyson Fury, but maybe as someone inside the ring, maybe you see something that I don't mm-hmm. see to where White might have a chance in this fight. I mean, yeah, Dylan Dylan White Dylan is definitely a good opponent, but um, I don't I don't see nobody being Tyson Fury. Like I, I don't in the heavyweight division, I don't see nobody. Not even, not even if, if if let's say if Joshua could come back, you do, how do nah. you think that fight goes? Nah, I think that fight. I think I think that's it. I, I honestly always felt like that was an easy fight. I, I I really wanted to see um Wilder and Joshua. Yeah, I don't I just I don't think Joshua um would be a uh, beast Fury yeah, at I all. I, I mean, I I think I think a good fight would be a uh, Fury and Usyk. You know, the one that beat uh Anthony Joshua. That'd be a good fight, but. <laughs> You know what it I is? Don't think. Tyson Fury is such a bigger guy yeah. than everybody else in the division. It's kind of unfair because if you all right, so even let's look at Wilder versus Fury, and, and Deontay's six uh, six seven, almost six eight, and there's like yeah. a, a forty pound difference between those two guys. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would be like you fighting a, a, a light heavyweight. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And, so and it's the, mo- the mobility as well. Even though you know he has that size, he moves. He moves fluidly. Like he 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 he's laying on his feet, you know. Yeah. And it's, I, I feel like that makes it real hard for for them for them guys as well. Yeah, I think I think Usyk is a great fighter, but I, I do think the size would be like such a disadvantage because even when he fought Joshua, that was the heaviest Usyk had ever fought. And I think he was only yeah. like two fifteen, two twenty. So even then, Fury would still outweigh him by like fifty pounds. That's a very tough matchup, man. Yeah. Do you think? Sure. Do you think there should be a? I guess another. Weight class because before they they did they used to have the super heavyweight class mm-hmm. which was I guess the, the top rating and everything after that but just because like I mean that's a huge difference when you talk about forty pound difference on a fighter like you know that's that's tough yeah I mean they they did make a new weight class it's called like, it's called the bridge the uh, the bridger weight or something like that it's like it's it, it, it's it, it's something new you know what I'm saying it's something new it's it's like two. 205 to 220 or something like that. Got to look, 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 look into it more, but it, it, they just made that weight class. They just added that in boxing. Mm. Now, we've seen, you know, we're talking about disadvantages and, and weight classes. We've seen fighters cross over. MMA fighters try to box. Um, mm. Some boxers have gone over to MMA. Shout out to Clarissa Shields. If the price was right, would you ever entertain crossing over to, to fight an MMA style fight? Yeah, I think I would. I, I think I would. I think I think that'd be fun, you know. I, I, and I always feel like uh, boxers have the edge when they when they cross over the uh, the MMA. But you know, MMA crossing over the boxing, I feel like that that really don't be working out. You know, when you cross over the uh, when a boxer crosses over the MMA, they real they real good with their hands. You know, them they really them guys over there really not good with their hands like that or like blocking and, and moving and stuff like that. So it works out for the boxer. But when they come That's over the gloves. Yeah, and then when they when they come over to the boxing, though, it's like they they really have to learn. You know, they they gotta they gotta start a whole process of learning. You know what I'm saying they gotta tighten up on their hands and do all that. So I feel like it's it's a, it's an advantage for a boxer going on that man. Yeah, that, that's usually my whole thing. Like when you know, even just going back to Conor McGregor, you know, with the whole Mayweather call out, you know, on. On average, you know, as much as people like to say boxing is a dying sport, the average top boxer is getting paid more than the average top UFC fighter. So if you really were that good with your hands, you'd be boxing anyway. So, you know, I just don't think, you know, when guys want to make that transformation, like I respect it a lot more when 
boxers, you know, go over to to, to MMA and make that tra- that transition because, you know, at the end of the day, you, you, you can take somebody down, you can choke them up. You can, there's so many different things that you could do. That's why I have so much more respect for Clarissa Shields and what she did, you know, being mm. a, a multi-division, you know, champion and then going to to, to MMA and, and winning and, and going naturally going exactly. back again to, uh you know, yeah. to, to do another fight over there. Yeah, yeah, Clarissa, man, Clar- Clar- Clarissa, something special, though, man. She, uh, you know, and that just goes to, to to women's boxing. You know, they don't get a lot. You know, they don't get the credit that they deserve. That they deserve. So, she gotta do what she gotta do. But she definitely, you know, one of the best women out, if not the best woman, you know, boxing. And um, that that's that's what you know. That's what's unfortunate for them for the female fighters. If if we did see, because you know they had they they back and forth. I think they still take little jabs at each other here and mm-hmm. there. Clarissa Shields. Versus Layla Ali in her prime. I'm not even gonna say now because she's older. Even though I still think you know she probably have a good chance in there. If she was back full time to to training. Right. But who do you take if they're both in their prime fighting? See, I never, I never got to see Layla Ali fight, so I wouldn't really even be able to, you know, break that one down. I just, I know Clarissa. She was a great fighter, though. You know, yes. great fighter. You know, winning two gold medals in the Olympics and. You know, winning her first at like sixteen, seventeen. So that's yeah, that that's that's amazing. You know, I never really got to see Layla Ali fight though. Layla just got the, she got the lineage too. You know, that's the yeah. That, <laughs> you got that Ali lineage, man. That's something yeah. different. Everybody, can't, man. That's can't how they got that. they got they got uh, his grandson or something like that. Signed a uh, top rank right now. He, yes. He's horrible, you know. But he since he you know he's <laughs> the Ali he grandson, got, he's, got the, he's undefeated right now though. Yeah, yeah. Went, what was it? The, the That's still ain't changed what he said, though. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm trying to smooth it out. I'm trying to smooth it out. I'm trying to smooth it out. Well, hopefully, hopefully he gets he he continues to uh, to improve because that is a, yeah. a name that you're gonna have to a lot to live up to. And you know, there's always there's gonna be fighters that's going in and really want to just just go extra on you just because you have that name. So right. he's got a lot to deal with on both sides of the spectrum. Right. Well, who do you have in tonight's fight? Who who you at? Logan Paul or Woodley? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going to watch that fight for entertainment. But I don't, I mean, I, I want Logan Paul to win, man. I want him to continue doing what he's doing, you know. And I don't know. Once he loses, it might be over. All them, them big checks once he loses. Because he, he has what Mayweather has. Where people want to watch because there's a lot of people that want to see him lose. So right. once he does lose, if or if he does lose, I'm not gonna say once he does, but if he does lose, then that kind of you know that takes away from all right. Let's watch him again and again because re- re- in reality, you know, we got hundreds of boxers re- of real legitimate pro boxers. You know what I mean mm-hmm. that that we could be watching. Whereas with this one, yeah, it's cool now because. You know, he had the, the big Nate Robinson knockout. That was a, a huge mm-hmm. viral moment. And then he continues to win. But, you know, once he loses, especially if he gets knocked out, then it's like, well, why are we paying to see him now? You know, that's it. The game yeah. is over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like I feel like that's where he could, you know, that that's what, it'll, that's what it'll take for him to go on and just help other fighters. Even though I feel like that's what he's doing here, probably pick another role in boxing and start managing fighters or promoting fights and stuff like that. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like his. I feel like he's just a businessman all around. He he's smart man. He know how to maneuver and and a lot of things. So I feel like he 
he'll find a way around the sport. That I will give him. As he he is a yeah. really good businessman. He knows how to generate a check for himself. Yeah. Same same thing with with his brothers. So I, I will give him that. Now I you know I, I mentioned Nate Robinson and what happened with that. I, I know you saw that. That was the knockout <laughs> felt around the world. Yeah. What advice would you give to any other athlete or celebrity or anybody that wants to try to throw their hat in the ring? And do one of these celebrity bouts, or even try to fight a pro boxer. Man, that that's that's tough. I just seen, I just see some kid pass away because they, they did a little celebrity uh, event at a college, and um, I guess he never fought. He got in a ring and he passed away a couple, a couple of days after that. And um, yeah, is that I just feel like boxing is a real serious sport. You know, people people think that it's a game. You know, um, but they don't know everything that you that you got to do behind it, you know, just to get in the ring, everything that you have to go through just to get in the ring. You know, it's it's serious, you know, and um, I feel like, you know, you you, you got to be serious if, if, if that's what you want to do. Absolutely. I agree with that. You can't like they say, you don't, you don't play boxing. Right. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's, it's very dangerous, and we've seen the best of the best get get put on, you know, onto the canvas. So you, you really cannot cannot play around when you don't have that type of uh, of, of skill set, you know. And guys come in and, and they think they, you know, they could just walk right in. Especially, you know, I think mostly you see that with athletes. And that you know, top athletes in the other sports that just think that oh, I'm just gonna because I'm athletic, I could catch yeah. I could catch a thirty yard pass or I could dunk or whatever. I'm gonna be able to transition and and it's not it's it's not the same, you mm-hmm. know. Because I, I even even watching the Nate Robinson fight, just watching Jake Paul fight, there's so many times where I'm like, if he's and not even just with Nate Robinson, but in, in that fight in the Woodley fight. Well, I'm looking and I'm like, if he's actually fighting a legitimate boxer, they're going to eat him alive because he mm-hmm. makes a lot of mistakes in the ring. But when you're dealing with somebody who got even less experience in the ring as you, you can kind of get away with that. But you put him in, you know, he was talking about Canelo and whoever else, <laughs> you know, you yeah. put him in that situation and it, yeah, it'd be, it'd be bad for him. Yeah, it'd be bad for him. But he a businessman, bro. He, he'll get them fights. You got to. You know, uh, you have not because you ask not. You know, you, you mention them names, you say it, and maybe mess around, get one of them fights. You know, and that's 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 big money right there. You know, you so that goes back to him bag. being, yeah, yeah, that just goes back to him being a businessman, now, him doing now, right. what he does. Now, really quick before before we get out of here, because you, you you're gonna stay you're gonna stay at at one at one thirty. Is that is that gonna be your your, yeah, your key, your key weight. You gonna try to stay there? Yeah, we gonna, yeah, we gonna stay at one thirty unless you know we get an opportunity at twenty six or something like that. But I'm not just going down there just to go down there. You know, we're going down there for opportunity or something like that. But we gonna we comfortable at one thirty. In in that division, there's 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 two names, um, that I that I want you to speak on, um, and that's Jamal Jamel Herring, and she caught she caught Stevenson. Yeah, but I, like the fight. Yeah. You know, yeah. are, are, are those because those are I mean those are two of the top guys in in, in that you know when uh round one thirty weight class, right? How how we looking? How we looking? Are those are those guys that you that you that you looked? I know you're still early in the career, but are those guys that you look to now, or you say you know what I got to get more experience before I even think about trying to jump in the ring with one of those guys? 
Um, yeah, those are definitely guys that, you know, I look at now and stuff. I mean, Jamel Heron's still a good fighter, but he probably out the picture when they come like a belt or something. They, you know, he, he lost to Shakur and Shakur took it, you know, took his straps and stuff like that. So, um, um, Shakur Stevenson, definitely a name that you look at, you know, um, I think, I think Shakur prior, prior to, uh, out of the champions right now, he probably the best one. So he, he the one that I got my eye on um, and studying and looking at and stuff like that. Um. I actually sparred Shakur. We 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 shared the ring together and stuff like that. So, man, I, I know already. You know, I know. I've I've been there with him. So I, I so know. Got, I know what to do. What I need. You know, everything. So so hold on. So if the, if the championship belt is set up right now, since so you don't have the sparring with with Shakur Stevenson, you know what's going on. Does that mean you take the belts? Man, we <laughs> I'm taking the belts. Yeah, that's what I wanted to. I mean, that's what you're supposed to say. That's what I'm saying. That's what you're supposed to say. You know, I was, I, was I was just going to ask you, like coming away from the sparring, did you feel more confident about your place within the division, being that he is oh, the yeah. top dog? Yeah, for sure. Just because you know, I, I know that I got the opportunity to. I see what he does. You know what I'm saying? I see he's a champion. You know what I mean? So just being in the ring with a champion that 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 lifts your uh your your confidence level to 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 a new level. Just 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 by doing that, you know. And, uh, and especially when you do good things in there and you see things working, and that elevates your your confidence as well. Did he give you any pointers while you after after you guys finished sparring? Um, nah, not really. You know, it, it, it was a little heated. You know, it was a little heated. Uh, so you caught him a few yeah, times? It, it was cool him? though. He he a cool dude, you know what I'm saying? But but when you when you sparring, you know, you fighting, especially like when you don't know somebody, is is a little different. Like, you know, it's a little different. All right, we, we, we just trying to we just trying to sell a fight, man. That's all we trying to sell a fight. Sure, I already know. <laughs> <laughs> well listen, man, yo, bro, we appreciate you so much. Once things open back up with the TV station, we're gonna have to get you right back in the studio with us for another update. I know you got a couple more knockouts to go before we can get you back in sure. there. But you know, <laughs> sure. we sp- we speaking those those wins into existence right now. Um, just really quick before we get up out of here, we're gonna have it on the screen anyway. But just let the people know where they can get you at if they if they want to follow you or pull up to one of the fights and support. Uh, you, you can follow me at, on Instagram at Jose J O S dot Ortiz underscore. Um, Facebook at Jose Ortiz. Um, yeah, and that, that's that's where I'll be on the most. You know, uh, hit me up. You know, I I, I try to reply to everybody, all my supporters, all my fans. You know, I don't be one of them people that just I like the have my uh you know the unread messages at a hundred no I, I i get i get to them i get to <laughs> oh man well listen man we definitely appreciate you and again for all you guys at home merry christmas happy hanukkah happy kwanzaa we appreciate you guys for continued support oh let me shout out the sponsors before we get up out of here shout out to kmart shout out to petro home services shout out to the risotto uh firm and of course shout out to soundview liquors they keep the bar stocked for us and uh make sure you guys are locked in every thursday night 8 p.m on verizon 43 in new york city if not you can still watch from anywhere in the world at realfansrealtalk.com just click that red button on the home page and you can watch us from anywhere in the world and uh subscribe to that youtube channel youtube.com forward slash for the fans productions and our social media of course instagram twitter at real fan talk and facebook.com forward slash real fans real talk for myself trip young my co-host legend in two games eric sanchez and the and the future champ because we speak on speak that into existence sure. joseph sure. Ortiz. we appreciate you my brother we up out of here peace i uh, appreciate y'all uh. Yo, this is Teresa Weatherspoon, better known as Teaspoon, and you're watching Real Fans, Real Talk.
This is real fans, real talk. Real fans, real talk. We as real as you thought. Real 